Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. And murder. Now you're talking. Come on, old chaps. We got us a show to do. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Booch and Pat Show. We are here. It is Sunday afternoon. It is the last day of May. Um, yeah, I kind, of, I kind of lost track of time. Good afternoon, Booch. How we doing? Fantastic, fantastic. How about yourself? I, uh, I'm doing all right. I uh, really kind of lost track of time there. You really did. I, 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 I mean, we have a three minute countdown, and you just like disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, oh, I got time, I got time. I was like, shit, no, I don't. That uh, I don't know what was going through your head right there. <laughs> uh, I'm not on my A game. No. This this no, weekend, I mean, this weekend. Uh, do you have an A game? <laughs> I mean, my pancakes speak for themselves. Uh, they were fine. <laughs> uh, so I made breakfast this morning. Uh, a couple people were craving some pancakes, so I made chocolate chip pancakes. Now I don't know about anybody out there, but uh. Every time I make chocolate chip pancakes, they always seem to like separate. I guess it's just because of the uh, the chocolate chips in there, and they it gets weird. Yeah, uh, I don't know how to make them. I don't know how to make pancakes. I'm a terrible cook, so uh, I'm not going to complain. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it is Sunday Fun Day. So crack open your beers, kick back, relax. Let's talk some sports. We'll get into some entertainment stuff. We're just going to cover it all. Once again, as always, our phone number is 724-815-0667. Give us a call. Let's chat on Facebook Live. We have our feed up. You can comment. You can ask us our questions. Whatever you have, bring it on. To be fair, though, I did not test the phone lines today. But we have no guests, so. That's also true. No guests this week. We had a nice we had a nice run. There three weeks nice... three weeks straight. Four weeks. Four weeks straight. Four weeks straight. Yeah. Vince Quinn, Harry Mays, Tank, and John Marks. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's John Marks, and you're listening to the Booch and Pat Show. There you go. There's our old friend John Marks right there. Thank you, John Marks. <laughs> so, um, what's going on? What's uh, what's going on in the world with Booch? How are we feeling? I feel great. I feel great. Another beautiful Sunday. At least, I mean, it would be nice if we can go out. But care to give us uh, the weather forecast for the day? It looks sunny out today. Very nice. It's very, very pleasant. There's a nice. There's probably nice. about uh, what about 72 degrees. <laughs> there's a nice breeze going by. I'll give you that. Um, so once again, uh, we're breaking down all the odds and ends of whatever it is that we do best. We'll be breaking it down, but we're not going to be looting your houses. Yeah, I'm not getting involved in that today. <laughs> there, there's there's too much going on in the world right now. Um, it's all over social media, the riots, the looting, the nonsense, and for all ten people that listen to this, just don't don't be fucking idiots. <laughs> and we're gonna leave it at that because, in reality, it's just. I like I did like uh, the guy in the Batman outfit walking around. I didn't I didn't see that one. I sent you a picture today. Oh, did you? I again I I don't know where my uh, world's at. Yeah, it's a guy in a Batman. Walking around Philadelphia. Interesting. Cool. That's the kind of crazy stuff I would do. Well, you well, are I'm more Spider-Man, you know, agile, climbing walls. That's more me. So what you're saying is you like to spray things? Yes. You just walk around, <laughs> spray, yes. spray you, spray you. 
Yes. Leaving your DNA everywhere. Absolutely. You're disgusting. Um, so a couple of That's things. That's why Arbor Day is my favorite day. <laughs> I go around planting my seed. <laughs> you love that joke. I know. You really, really do. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So a um, couple of things. Uh, let's. I guess we could just dive on in. Uh, we were hyping it up for the last, I guess, two shows maybe would be the uh, imperfect, the Roy Halladay story. Now, as much as we hyped it up and, and talked about it, we played the trailer on here. Uh, that aired on Friday night, uh, E60. Yes. And I haven't watched it yet. You've had plenty of time to watch it. You could watch it this morning. could have watched it yesterday. I you was can't hype up something and not watch it before the show. That's a, that's that's a violation right there. That's a violation. That's, we should just sh- stop this show right now. You can go watch it. And we'll come back later. Yep. See, I can't even discuss it because you haven't even watched it yet. Well, we can discuss it. No, there's nothing to discuss. You'll just be like do 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 do. Well, the people that you know, people that listen in that want to hear things, they want to get your opinion, and I'm eager to hear it because. In reality, I was going to watch it this morning, but again, I had to get everything ready for the show. Ten minutes of making pancakes and put setting up two microphones up. Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> yeah. It was only 45 minutes long. <laughs> Look, man, I didn't get to it, okay? I was going to, but Danielle wanted to watch the challenge so that you two had something to talk about. Well, that's she also had since Wednesday, <laughs> so she's in violation mode, too. <laughs> Man, you're fired up. We're only a few minutes into the show. It just... Oh, man. You people. So, the Roy Halladay story. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that you texted me in, in our group text was... Uh, and I think you even posted it on social media about how you'll always have a good, like a soft spot for Doc and everything that he did. Uh, just because of your personal life and the things that were going on with you. Everything Okay. Yeah, I was just reading comments. Gotcha. Um, so, what is the overall feel that you had after watching it? I mean, we all we already knew the story going in. Mm-hmm. We knew that he was dealing with a lot of depression and everything, and the medications, the numerous medications he was on, well, not with not in his head. Mm-hmm. So we already knew the story. So it just a uh, I don't know. I, it's hard to describe how I felt watching that. I just felt for him. Felt was there, for him. I feel like he didn't get the proper help he needed to. Were there – because after this show's over and we finish everything, I will sit down and watch it. Um, I mean, was he, there, was he there? did check himself out of rehab because somebody recognized him in the rehab. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, he didn't get the proper help he needed. Now, was there was there ever a moment – that you sat there and watched it and got choked up, teared up or anything, or it wasn't that no, way? No, no. No? No. Uh, I did read that, at, like, after it was... There's no crying in baseball, dude. Okay, yeah, fine. Are you crying? There's no crying! There's no crying in baseball! I got the soundboard ready, baby. I got them all. Yeah, I don't got them all, but I got a lot of stuff. Anyway. Yeah, it, was, it was nice looking back. Watching the perfect game, mm-hmm. the no-hitter against the Reds. Yeah. 
nice while I mean it wasn't it really wasn't focused that much on that stuff it was really focused on his on his personal life post post baseball career now I read after like after the after the E60 dropped on Friday uh, I started seeing articles like I guess I I guess it was talked in the uh, in the E60 episode like his wife was saying that he had because of the back pain and other issues he had he actually shrank like three inches yep like that's wild yeah to, that you he could was just... like hunched over and yeah. Wow, yeah, that's his, a shame. His back was pretty bad. Did, was there a cause as to why he had such back pain, or is I, it I guess being just an from athlete for just for throwing? Yeah, I guess yeah, just wear and tear. Huh. Interesting. That's a shame though. I will, like I said, and and that's on me. I did not watch it. Um, but I will. I okay. will get to it. Then I we'll promise. Talk, you. Then we'll talk about it next week when you actually watch it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well we'll see. I uh, actually had the book coming in today because Todd Zalecki wrote a book called Doc, based on his life. Does that follow his whole life or it just should be the whole life? Okay. Now, and that's a guy that you're working on trying to get on the show. Yeah. So we'll work on that. See if we can get him in, and we he's can. A beat writer. He's a beat writer for Hip Bellies. Mm-hmm. Um, sticking with documentaries and. Things of that nature. One of the things that you started watching, which I've been jumping in and out of, I haven't seen all the episodes, would be the uh, WWE's uh, The Undertaker. The, the Last the, Ride. The Last Ride. Right. Uh, that's actually been getting a lot of uh, social media yeah, come up. Yeah, it's great. Because even people that aren't into wrestling, people that don't really follow it or whatever, they're – I don't care who you are. If you grew up as a child, as a teenager, knows or, who the Undertaker is. or as an adult, you know the 80s and the 90s wrestlers. Like yeah. You can't go anywhere and say you don't know who Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Randy Savage, Stone Cold, Stone Cold The, the Rock, Rock yeah. Undertaker. Those, those are household names. Everybody knows them. Right. And, uh, and just for our listeners that probably don't have the WWE Network and don't really know what the last ride is, would you care to give them a synopsis it's, of? It's like the it's like the last dance of last dance of what Michael Jordan did for the Thirty for Thirty. It's pretty much that for the WWE Network. Except it, it's just uh, it's following the Undertaker's career the last like four or five years. Right, but except there is no final. There is like he's still under contract, still wrestling. And the one thing I remember seeing a couple of these episodes is. Like, you're listening to Shawn Michaels, Triple H, like, guys that have retired. They may make, like, guest appearances right. and show up on the show for storyline a- aspects, but they're not really wrestlers anymore. Uh, but they're talking about, like, there is – there's that gut moment that you want that perfect match and say, all right, that's what I'm going out with. It and, will never happen, especially the way he sounds. He sounds like a perfectionist, so he'll go until – He's six feet under <laughs> until he needs an Undertaker. Bad joke. I don't, a, no, it's not. A, it's I don't a, even have a rim shot. It's for not that. a joke. It's it's serious. He's going to go until he dies. Um, do you think uh, he should have ended it when he uh, folded up his jacket, nope, put nope, his hat nope, down? Nope, that was not the way to go out. Okay. I agree. He he got in better shape. He's probably the best he's been in a long time. Got both hips done, and no, he should have not went out like that. Okay. Okay. Just just curious, because, I mean, I, I, I... He can't do it forever, but I think he is. Well, I know <laughs> I know, I know for a fact, like, because I, I was the one that kind of got you into wrestling when we were younger. 
Right. And, you know, I had the video game for Sega. Undertaker was always my guy. I, I think I started watching wrestling when I was, I don't know, preschool, kindergarten, when I still lived in Ardsley. Okay. And I remember on Sundays, wake up and, you know, sit there and watch. I, I didn't even know really what I was doing, what I was watching. And it's like the uh, this creepy dude with, like, the annoying, oh, the Undertaker. Paul, Paul Bearer. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I didn't know what I was like, but instantly I was hooked. So he was always my guy up until Stone Cold came around. I think that's everybody. Yeah. So it is a it is a good uh, documentary if you if you have the WWE Network so that you can watch it. Is that a that's a weekly thing, right? It's that's weekly the, every yeah. Sunday. Came, the new one show came out today. Right. That's the, today's it, episode four. I don't know how many episodes they're doing. I don't think it's gonna be ten like Jordan. Right. Might be a five. I could see that. Possibly six. That's a real possibility. Or it could just end at four. That could happen. How many weeks in a row are we going to do this office joke? This has been like the fourth time we've done the <laughs> office joke. <laughs> I tell you. Um, but you do bring up a, uh, a topic that was brought up over the weekend. And before we hop in, before we you hop into that, I just wanted to say what uh, Sean said to you. He said he watched it this morning. He's not mad at you. He's just disappointed. And he was over at the house last night until pretty late too, and he got up and watched it before the show. Yeah, well he And he's not even a co host on this show. We're just a little disappointed with you right now. Yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Loud and clear. I but hear you. you watched the challenge this morning. <laughs> I had no idea what the hell I was watching. I was asking so many questions. She just kept saying, she was like, Would you shut the hell up? I'm like, well, who's this person? Well, what's this? Why are they mad? Well, who, who, who? Why don't we like this person? She's like, just shut up. This is for me and Booch. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I, I don't know. God forbid I want to spend time with my girlfriend. I got like different, like, like me and you. We have like the wrestling or the office. We have our TV shows. I have my TV shows with Danielle. I have the TV shows with Casey. It's nice <laughs> to have that. Like, all right, you're out of this room now. Bring in the next one. <laughs> A nice rotation of yep, people. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, I'm tired of all three of you. Now you all leave. <laughs> that's when you. That's when you sometimes put on your virtual reality. Like I'm playing NBA 2K. I'm not even playing. I'm just having it on. <laughs> <laughs> just pretending. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's one of those like I'm just gonna pretend until they all just go away. Earphones in, there's nothing going on, just bopping my head. Are they still here? God damn it, why can't they take a hint? Turn off all the lights, turn the TV off. <laughs> Nobody's home. <laughs> um, so you'd mention right there um, with the Undertaker's um, documentary, and you said you don't know how many episodes it's actually going to be. You don't know if it's going to be like the length of Jordan, which was 10, which brought us – brings me to that conversation that we were having over the weekend here over uh, – Michael Jordan had his last dance, which was a 10-episode documentary. Right. And the question was propositioned by listener Kevin saying what professional athletes or sports or whoever you can think of would have a 10-episode arc. Who is worthy of a 10-episode arc? Yeah. So I'm propositioning all of our listeners, all of our fans out there, give us a call, 724-815-0667. Leave us a comment in the Facebook feed. Let us know your thoughts because we want to know 
Are there any athletes out there that you think are worthy of a 10-episode documentary chronicling their life, their career, etc.? LeBron's going to get one one day. I don't think yeah, he is worth All right, look. One day. His career's not over yet. Look. He'll get one. Look. They, ESPN loves some, some LeBron, all right? Look. This is what – here's my take on that. I don't think he is worthy of a 10-episode documentary. Because you're a LeBron hater. However, regardless of being a hater of LeBron or a LeBron lover or if you're down the middle. All right, preach Stephen A. Smith. Keep you, on going. I, I, if, I, if you're going to call me Stephen A., I need to get a thesaurus and I need to brush up on some, some uh, vocabulary words here because I am not that – Intellectually savvy for we, well, we all know that for being right. a wordsmith. Um, I was trying to think of stuff. I'm you not need, good. You need a thesaurus just to talk right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, as far as LeBron is concerned, just because of who he is, just because of the conversations that happen, that always and always has been swirling around, LeBron, Jordan, which one's better? Who's the greatest of all time? No matter what. He is going to get that 10-episode documentary. Like, he will. I don't necessarily think he is worthy of that because I think that there's other people that might be worthy. But then, like, the other argument and conversation that this kind of turned into... Not James Worthy, but somebody worthy. That's great. Go ahead, make your jokes, mister. Jokey. Joke maker. You knew I was gonna. You knew I was gonna make that joke. Why do you think I have so many things here set up? Like I'm ready, baby. All right, there you I, go. I don't. Man. I don't have a lot, but I'm getting there. A little soundstage over there. I'm saying it's helping our show. Um, we needed it. <laughs> we have listeners. Yes. Um, I just. I think with the with the the idea of LeBron, and I and I said this to uh, Kevin, and obviously I said it to you. There are a lot of athletes that are like you could put in that category. It's like, oh, could you get? Could do they? Are they worthy of a ten-episode documentary? And would people watch it? And you can get a lot of guys close, and it's like, okay, well, this guy's definitely worth more than one episode, but maybe not ten. And it's like, okay, well, how many episodes? And you can grade it because, like, we talked about Griffey. Like Griffey is maybe what five, six. In that area, more than we, one. We said he's like a four or five parter. Right. And I and I guess another reason that we kind of stem this conversation is because you have the Lance Armstrong documentary that came out. Which is a two. Which is a two. So the, that drop, the second one is tonight? Tonight, yep. So the second episode is tonight. Which I'm not watching either one. Well, I, I hate Lance Armstrong. I'm not. I understand. I'm boycotting it. I understand that. And we talked about it last week, and we will circle back to Lance Armstrong's documentary We'll cycle back to it. We'll c- cycle. <laughs> See, now you're going to have to make me get the, the rim shot, the bum bum Anyway, um, I digress. Uh, but uh, – and then like part of the reason we were talking about it is because you had uh, Jordan for 10, yeah. Lance for 2, and now they're gearing up to have uh, – Judy, leave me alone. I, I'll t- I got this text message last night. It said, hi, I'm Judy from All Voting is Local PA. PA's primary election day is June. T- and I, I texted back. I said, lose my number. I don't know who you are. And now she just texted me. Thanks for letting me know. I will opt you out now. Well, 
Judy, Judy's doing her job, all right? Big booty Judy over here, I swear to God. Anyway, you're ruining the show, Judy. Bitch. Um, but then coming up, you have the uh, Maguire Sosa. Right. Uh, but that's only... I, get, I think it's technically one episode. Yeah, or... they're only doing this uh, that summer of, the, that home run chase. Right. If and they then... were doing more of their careers, they could probably get ten out of both of them together. Right, together, which is also another aspect of things because you could do a ten-episode series. Like you said, it's just that, that summer co- of – Yeah, just the, the summer the of – The summer of that. You could do a ten-episode of it. You could. Uh, if you combine people, Kobe and Shaq. Kobe and Shaq. You could get ten. I think you can do – I think you can get ten out of Kobe though. Yeah. Kobe's a, that's a, a big name. That's a 20-year career right there. There's a but, lot going on. But that's why – Especially I, the way he tragically died. There's a lot going on. Going to prom with Brandy all the way on. Won an Oscar. Won an Oscar. Last year, couple, what, like 2017 or whatever? He won the Oscar the year he retired. Yeah. And in his – and that's and that's another thing. If you, if, if, if you forget what his speech was when he won the Oscar, you know, I'll give you the cliff note version. But if you really want to watch it, it is kind of heartbreaking when you think about it. Because he goes up there, he obviously he thanks God, he thanks his family, he thanks all the people of the movie. But his whole his whole premise of that speech was saying that this uh, short cartoon, short animated film, was just the tip of the iceberg. Like this is the beginning of what his life is after basketball. Like this is just the beginning. Wait till you see all the things I got right. coming up, and it's like it's it's yeah, gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad, but. I digress. Um, so yeah, you could, like you said, you could have Kobe. Uh, you could do like, but you could combine players and you could get ten episodes. You could, you could, oh excuse me, you could do a ten episode thing just following the steroid scandal. Easily. You know, you could. The one player that I did come up with, like when uh, Kevin asked us that, right off the bat, I said Gretzky, the great one. Gretzky's the easy one because he's the biggest hockey player of all time. Yeah. I don't know if I would watch 10 episodes of Wayne Gretzky, though. I would. Yeah? I would. Just I because... I don't think he's that interesting of a person, though. But see, that's the thing. Why don't you think that? Because he's I, a hockey player. Yeah, but I don't... You, well, you don't like <laughs> hockey. I like hockey. Not that much, though. Uh, I, mean, I, I... I mean, if, if it was Carters and Richards and watching them fucking doing blow down in Seattle, I would watch that. That's interesting to me. Wayne Gretzky, all he does is score goals. <laughs> Yeah, that's all he did. Yeah, he, he's not entertaining. He just scores goals a lot. I, I want to see the interesting people partying down at Sea Isle. The Midnight Mayor? The Midnight Mayors. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. You got priorities a little screwed up here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Um, but, no, I would watch that. I mean, because, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, he seems kind of boring, kind of dull, like – like he's not in the spotlight. He's not somebody that you know what I mean. But it's I think if you're gonna do a, a ten episode series based off of a guy's career and life, I bet that there would be a lot of interesting things. It's like holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a <clears> lot. Especially he played in L. A. He played in New York. He played in some pretty big markets. So mm-hmm. there's gonna be some good stories we've never heard of. Mm-hmm. I don't know ten episodes worth, but now. I did not bring this up with you and Kevin. Uh, your dad mentioned he'd like to see a Mickey Mantle ten episodes. He loves, he loves Mickey Mantle. Loves him some Mickey Mantle. Well, Dad, thanks for listening. 
Hope you're doing all right over there during Corona. I'll call you after the show. Uh, he loves Mickey Mantle. That's his boy. I wouldn't mind. So Mickey Mantle was a pretty interesting player, also a Yankee. But would that be would that be worthy of ten, or would you have to combine Mickey with other players of that time? Because I know Kevin was talking about uh, you could do ten for Babe Ruth. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't see you could do 10 for Babe. He played so I long mean, ago. You can't have, like, uh, when you did the last dance where you had Michael Jordan doing interviews and Rodman, Pippen. Mm-hmm. And, like, Babe Ruth played so long ago. There's nobody from that time era that's going to be able to sit around and give – like, you're not going to see some 95-year-old man with an iPad in front of him laughing. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be different. It's going to be way different. <laughs> What's this? Yeah. Why are you handing me this flat plastic thing? Yeah. What? What? Is this a tray? <laughs> ah, where's my dinner? Why isn't it on here? Oh, I just have to look at my like, dinner. Is this? Is this what everybody is doing on the? Like in the world? So old, they probably still think it's 1932. Yeah. <laughs> um. But see, like when it comes to Babe Ruth, and and this is kind of, <coughs> I say this in jest, kind of as a joke, but. As far as a documentary on him, like, A, you're right. Like, he's not there to talk, or nobody that actually really grew up watching him is around to talk or coherent enough to talk. No, not at all. So it's just all speculation. But B, they made a movie about him with John Goodman. I love that movie, And it's a – that's why I said it's kind of in jest, but it's like, look, that's his life right there in a movie. I understand that it's a movie format, but it's like I – the movie is good. I don't think – I need anything more than that for him. Now, if you combine him with some of the other greats that played at the time, sure, I would. I might watch it, but I don't think you it's could, ten. You could do a Yankees one, a thirty for thirty of the Yankees from like nineteen hundred to nineteen sixty or whatever. That might be more than ten. That's fine. I would watch that because they're pretty interesting. Yeah. Because you got I mean, Derrick's and no, I understand. Yeah, you, Yogi. You and got all tons those. of big names out there, and I. I, I hmm. I'm, why do you have a beer can up on the shelf? Oh, that's my Casey Jones. Okay. I just thought maybe you misplaced it. Well, I do do that once in a while, <laughs> but no, it's uh, Casey Jones from uh, Ninja Turtles. And that would be the uh, beer from... Uh, the Ways. The Ways, who we're not sponsoring right now, but I can put them up later. Yeah, put them up later. Um, but to do, to do an all-Yankees... Um, I can't believe you just... It's been up there for like a week and a half. I... Well, I don't really look at our decor in the house. Or, I mean, studio. We're we're in the studio. I'm going to start putting random stuff all around. Like my underwear somewhere else. (laughs) Ain't nobody want that. I'll bring out my Sunday one. Um, What was I saying? Oh, for the Yankees. Um, Yeah, you could do a 10-episode thing. It could go longer. It could be shorter, whatever. But I don't think it necessarily has to be like this episode is – Babe Ruth. This episode is Garrick. This one's Yogi. And then down the line, it's like, this one's Jeter. This one's Joe Torre. Steinbrenner. Whatever. Right. Uh, but I, like, I, I'm with you. I'd watch that. But again, we want to get your opinions. Who do you think is worthy of a long series documentary here? Sean wants to see uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Worthy of 10? or just, no, not 10. But just in general. Yeah. He's not ten. He's probably a five-parter. Is that is that the world that we've come to now that there is no sports that we're in quarantine that we're just like ooh, 
these documentaries about our, all the greats and the people that we like grew up watching or that we grew up learning about. Yeah, we want the, we've always wanted documentary, uh, but now there's nothing to watch. So yeah, I want more docs. Would you obviously even if, regardless of the point that I'm trying to get to, if I say would you watch like you'll watch it, uh, Bird, Magic, or the Dream Team. I think they already have a 30 for 30 for the Dream Team. Oh, do they? I think so. I think they have one on Bird and Magic together, too. Together? Yeah. Okay. And those were just one-parters. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> I didn't know if they had them or not. If if they do, then okay. But I'm saying, because... Or at least the NBA Network did some sort of programs on both of them. Hmm. I'll have to look at that later on. We'll have to look at that later on. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, Hakeem Olajuwon would be an interesting one. I I love doing the dream shake, trying growing up, learning to do that move. I wish we had cameras in the studio so we could watch what you're doing right now. Yeah, my, it's my dream shake, man. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Which I should I should uh, I guess announce that we are currently in the process of getting cameras for the studio so that. For the coming weeks, the shows, you won't just be looking at our logo. You'll actually get to see our shining faces and how we produce this show with all the alcohol around us. Yeah, we're going to have to clean up a little bit. <laughs> it's called product placement. <laughs> it looks like a beer distributor in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's called product placement, and it's okay. <laughs> empty PBR boxes, empty Miller Lite boxes. Where's the Strongbow come from? See, there's like beer in here that I didn't even know we had. Oh, that is a Strongbow. Yeah. Where did that come from? Okay, yards. No one even drinks yards here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's shift gears a little bit from the documentary talk. Holy shit, we've been on the air for a half hour already? We've really been... We haven't talked about anything yet. Not really. <laughs> um. So, MLB... Coming back. Yes? No? What's it looking like? What are we? Where? Where do our sports come in? When do we get sports back? MLB, there's no deal in place. It's going to be a while. I, I think it's I think it's mighty ballsy of, uh, I guess who is it? The owners that were trying to renegotiate to get the players with less pay? Like, they, didn't, they, didn't the no, players... No, they, the, they want the higher-paid players to cut down the... Right, make, right. The, make as much as the lower-paid players. No, I understand that. But I'm saying, like, didn't... But it, it is the owners. Yeah, it's the right. owner. So didn't, didn't like, uh, th- like three, four weeks ago, didn't they already kind of come to an agreement well, that, that players would take less money, that there was going to be, like, a change? And, like, the player... Gr- the, the owners came up with a plan. The players didn't want any part of that. I understand, but I thought the players were open to the first some players, idea. Some players are okay with it. Because I was going to say, I thought they were open to the first idea, and now they come back around. It's like, oh, yeah, we want to change these salaries around. I mean, the relationship between the owners and the players, it, it's the worst it's been in a quarter century. Yeah. It, it's pretty bad right now. I mean, I blame it on coronavirus because this stuff should not have been even brought up until – 2021 when the bargaining agreement's back up again where we might get a strike in 2021 we might not get a baseball season this year and get a strike next year you think it's gonna be that bad it's it's that bad now Hmm. that's uh 
That's a scary thought. Two years without baseball. I mean, the 2016 bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. The owners were okay with it, but uh, the players are looking at it now like it's not as lucrative as they wanted. Mm-hmm. So now, now when 2021 comes around, they're going, they're going to. They're going to want some more money. Even now, though baseball players are paid pretty well, they're going to want more. Which is my next question to you, because they are paid handsomely. So Chipper Jones chimed in on social media. What the good old Larry say? <laughs> I don't have the quote in front of me, so I'm going to paraphrase. But basically, he called out all of the uh, MLB players, the athletes, and told them to basically stop – whining stop bitching you're multi-millionaires this is just for a short time like get back to playing like it's not that he's in favor of the owners he's in favor of getting the sport back getting things back and he's tired of listening to the athletes cry with the mistrust between the owners and the players at this point i can see the owners just saying all right we're shutting down so they can mitigate any financial loss at this point cool they've already They've already cut loose hundreds of minor league players, and they say in the next week or so, could be up to thousands. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. Huh? Yeah. They uh, cut about I, I forget I don't I don't remember the number, but it was in the hundreds last week. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a lot more as coronavirus and everything keeps on going. As long as long as they don't get a deal in place, players are going to keep on getting caught. And that's minor league players now. It might be major league players soon. Who knows? Wow. That would change the entire dynamic of when sports comes back. You might not have a minor league system when sports when baseball comes back. You don't think that they can financially uh, they might have come to back? A, they might have to do a different system. So you, they, They're not going to be able to have like five teams in the minor leagues for each for each team now. That's that's my opinion. I don't know. Well, obviously, obviously. That, that's the that's the whole point of this show is it's your opinion, my opinion, and everybody else's opinion. They all suck, <laughs> but at least we're announcing them. I, I don't think like they're, you're not gonna be ha- able to have a low ball a, a high ball a, a mm-hmm. double a, you know. Right, right. I don't think no, they're that, gonna that, be able to have. I guess I never really hundreds thought... of players on a minor league team now. I guess I never really thought about it that way in the sense that. Uh... Like, yeah, with, with COVID-19, the coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, I do wish I had that sound clip of the of the uh, the TV envel- angel- whatever, evangelist, the TV evangelist dude right. screaming COVID-19. Oh I wish God. I had that. But anyway. Um, I haven't heard that one yet. Oh, they made it into a rap. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was like, right. not auto-tunes, but it. it oh, they, but they didn't go back to like five years ago when they auto-tuned everything? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> this is just like. But it is a rap. It's funny. I'll pl- I'll give it to you at the end of the show. Okay. Um. But uh, no, that's something I guess I never really thought about as far as because because coronavirus obviously has in, uh, businesses, uh, owners like people shutting down obviously and and we everybody's been in quarantine. Things are starting to get back to normal slowly um, because the economy needs it. Like you have to get back to. Businesses usually have to get back to that. Major League Baseball can do okay if they come back and say, hey, we have no fans because they have TV deals. Right. They have radio deals. They have all that kind of – they have merchandising. 
minor league system, minor league, they don't have any. Right, and I never, they, they won't be able to survive without having fans. And I never fans. thought of that. And then I guess, <sighs> like, because I guess my question is, when everything starts opening up, if it's too far gone, like, do you, like, <laughs> does your minor league system exist anymore? Probably not. They're probably going to have to bid the bid the high play players like the Alec Brahms and all those big name players. Unless you bring them all up to your major league roster right away. Hmm. That's crazy. I, I, I never really put that in perspective or thought about they it that way. Do a redraft and open up the major league roster to a bigger number? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot more waiters out there that used to be ex-baseball players. Yeah, that, that, that's, that, is, that is crazy, man. To think about it that way. Weird. Um, speaking of baseball, one of our Philadelphia Phillies, uh, this is not brand new. Like, this has been going on for a while. Uh, but he's getting steam now because with, uh, you know, no baseball being played, nothing going on, TikToks, like, are becoming a thing. Everybody's trying to do a TikTok, all that crap. Oh, my God. If I you, have to hear TikToks one more time... <laughs> What throw people's phones? TikTok. Um, Your phone's gonna get thrown. <laughs> uh, you have Andrew Lawrence oh, McCutcheon. Yeah. Uh, the reason I say Lawrence is because I think it was back in February. Uh, Howard Eskin made the the oops and tweeted out like you know, meaning Andrew McCutcheon talking about how. Uh, he was coming back after his torn ACL and what he's looking at, looking like for this season, going into spring training, et cetera, et cetera. But he called him Lawrence. Right. And instantly, because everybody doesn't like – most people – I shouldn't say everybody. Most people don't like Eskin. And everybody you trolled like him. don't like the king? I don't like the king. No. And I know – and I, if my dad's still listening, I hope he tells the story on uh, on Facebook so that people can hear it. But I'll give a brief synopsis. Uh, he met he met Eskin one time, and he didn't even like meet him. Meet him. Uh, he was walking down Leadham Street, I guess, towards like the VFW, and Eskin was coming out of Van Tresca's. Oh yeah. So you're talking like that entire parking lot distance. Right. And my dad saw him. He goes, "Oh hey Howard," and just shouted to him. And without missing a beat, Howard just t- looked over at him from across the parking lot and flipped off my dad. <laughs> That's great. For no reason. And my dad's like. What the fuck? Like, All right, you know, screw you too, pal. It's like I'm not asking for an autograph. I don't like you. I'm just saying Howard hi. Howard Eskin did love that Van Tresca's man. Yeah. He did those commercials nonstop. Yeah. Uh, but Eskin made the mistake of calling him Lawrence, and all the people in Philadelphia, everybody that doesn't like him, trolled him hard on Twitter, and you know he re- obviously reacted the way Eskin reacts to everything, and he's like, oh. The social media police are, you know, giving me such a hard time. I'm only human. I made a mistake. Sue me. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Um, and then, of course, the Philadelphia Phillies organization trolled ha- uh, Howard Eskin. Right. Because then they posted a picture of Andrew McCutcheon and only captioned it, only my close friends call me Larry. Yeah. So, from there, uh, McCutcheon <laughs> – as far as I know, he's always had this, like, alter ego guy, yep. but now he has a name, and now he's posting it all over his social media, <clears throat> Instagram, Twitter, you name it, and it's deemed Uncle Larry. Right. Uh, 
Now, I I don't have any of it queued up, uh, but I highly if you if you want a good laugh or just kind of just giggle or something, it's worth a watch. There's there's one where he uh, right after Brady uh, broke into that person's house. Yeah. He he does the Uncle Larry bit, and Uncle Larry's ta- he's like, oh, you know, come down here, like I'll show you, like you can live here, like I'm down here in Tampa. I hear you're down in Tampa. It's like you got a B and E over there. You won't get a B and E over here, and like we could we could have a game of catch. And then I guess he has somebody throwing the football to him, and he's just one hand and grabbing everything, and he just keeps shouting, stick him, stick him. Oh, good old stick Uncle Larry. <laughs> so it, it is goofy. It is whatever. It is goofy, but he's funny. I like Andrew McCutcheon. Yes. I think he uh, he is a shining, shining light right now in a weird time, and it actually is very funny because right now I think everybody needs a little bit of comedy. I mean, I, hopefully we give that to them on Sundays, and if not, you know, I mean, I remember last we'll try year again. He would, he would, you know, uh, unbutton his shirt a little bit down and had these chains and do weird dances in the dugout when mm-hmm. he was coming back from his ACL injury. Yes. Which is also... So he's always had some sort of persona going on. Which is also another thing to mention about McCutcheon. Would we, uh, he went down with the ACL, and he was still dressing up for games... I mean, I think that's part of the contract. Yeah, you still have, have to. to. Yeah. Uh, but he was still a very big presence in the dugout with those players, right. trying to keep the morale going, keep that boost. Like, so you got to give the dude credit. He is, he is quite like. I mean, only been here for a season, and it got cut short. I mean, he played a month here. Yeah. That's what I said. He was here for a season, got cut short. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but he's definitely a leader on the team, and like, you know. And hopefully when uh, we come back and able to play again, hopefully this year, he's all set to go. Would be nice. Would be nice. Um, now, during the uh, – <laughs> it's weird how I can just transition things. So during that, I mentioned he was joking with Brady about his B&E. This week, Brady ha- is selling off his Escalade, his custom Escalade. He needs money, I guess. Now – He's hurting. When I tell you, like, when I tell you he's selling off his Escalade, what would you think it's it's he's selling it for? Uh, I'm gonna say f- uh, five hundred thousand dollars. Damn, that's a good guess. What was it? Three hundred. Oh, really? Three hundred thousand dollars. It was gonna be something outrageous. Inside his inside his Escalade, he has a 32 inch flat screen TV. Yeah. The I, bu- I believe you're the- looking for a new house. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking house. That's a mortgage. Uh, yeah, I, um, the the back seats, like the back the back seats in the car, uh, are actual like I, I haven't seen it, but they're recliners. They're not like car seats. They're he, like he I guess had custom recliners installed, so you can literally like put your feet up, recline back. Yeah. So you can watch TV. Like, like you gotta it, take a look at this. Yeah, it's definitely worth like, a it's an exuberant amount of money, and b all of the bells and whistles that come with this car. It's like Jesus. Like I mean I understand that like when you have young kids and you go for car rides and stuff, like they, they can be they can be a pain in the ass. Like they can be loud. They can be crying. You gotta find ways to entertain children on car rides. I get that. But all of that, like a 32-inch TV, like I assume he's got a video game system hooked up in his car. 
The, the, like, like, to have a recliner? Like, all your seats are recliners? Holy crap. What do you got for me? Did you see the inside of it? I never saw the inside. It's, like, it's four recliners facing each other with, like, trays in the that middle. Looks, that looks like an airplane. That looks like a private yeah. airplane. I told you. Like, this is an insane car for $300,000. Look at that big TV just behind, just chilling. I bet you it's a 32. And they have it on either side, I think. So, here's what I want you to do. I want you to uh, either share that to the page or or, or uh, just save the picture and post that on the page so that people can see that after the show or when they're in their leisure. That is an insane car. Like, when you see it, it doesn't even look like you're in a car. It looks like, I'm telling you, it looks like a private jet. Or like someone's living room, like obviously a, a small, expensive living room, but it's it's in, it's massive. But that was one of the things that I wanted to mention was this exuberant amount of money. All right, it's posted. And then so I want to uh, take a look at this ridiculous car. If I had three hundred grand, I'd buy it. It's freaking nice. That's insane. A lot of money. So it's a <laughs> lot of money, and it kind of makes you wonder. Back in like what was it like 2000 like 2001 through 2003 it's like you had a uh, pimp my ride and never did anything like that nope nope it never looked like that who was that exhibit yeah <coughs> exhibit and then uh, with West Coast Customs or what and then then the show got canceled and then like like there was always that one dude from West Coast Customs but then like they restarted the show like a few years later on a different network. And they weren't using West Coast Customs anymore, but it was still the same guy. Oh, really? Maybe was, maybe he found a new job. I assume he just came with the show. Probably. Um, so, another transition, sticking with the Brady way. Uh, last week we advertised, we talked about, it was on by the time you finished listening to the show. The match. Yeah, it was great. Uh, you had Tiger and Peyton... Mickelson and Brady, and uh, I tuned in. I half paid attention, half wasn't doing our own thing. Right. Because it was Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it was fun. Like and Peyton Manning. I mean, he was gearing up for a you know on air career play by play commentator the way he was going off. And I think that was kind of like the whole gist was like everybody t- like everybody wanted to watch it because a it's a sport. B, it's golf's two biggest rivals, football's two biggest rivals, pairing up. Like, everybody wanted to watch it. It was fun. And Peyton just stayed harassing Brady, just making jokes left and right. I know. And the greatest joke. You wanted to bring in Nick Foles. The greatest joke is is we know that the Eagles still have real estate in Brady's head. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, should should I get Eli to caddy? No. How about Nick Foles? I was going to ask Nick Foles. Man's man's lining up his shot. He stops, turns around, and goes, low blow. <laughs> Dude, that was great. Tom Brady was even watchable throughout that match. Yeah. I think his personality's changed since he left uh, Bill Belichick's prison. <laughs> he split his pants during that match, he too. He did. He did. Yeah. You know if you're an MLB umpire, you have to wear black underwear just in case you split your pants? Really? Yeah. That is a, that is a weird 
I was going to say, it's a weird fun fact, but you've been full of fun facts this I, week on the Booch and Pat show. That's, that's me, man. I have the fun facts. I've had to admit, like, I keep on wanting to say that, and then finally I had my moment. There you go. That's a fun fact right there. Yeah, it is. That's a, that's a, that's, that's Booch's fun fact for the day. I'm not, you know, I don't have to put it online now. Was that something you were going to post earlier? No, or later? no, I just came in my head. <laughs> it's weird that you think of MLB umpires underwear as it just pops in your head. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, um, that was a, that was a fun day. A lot of stuff to watch. Uh, obviously split pants is what it is, but I digress. Yeah, it was Peter Manning, man. He, he's ready, geared up to do Monday night football or something. He's funny. I, I like listening to him. I, I think, you, I think you can end up, I, I don't know if he's going to be an announcer, a broadcaster. He will. He will. I think he's he'll good. do something. I think it'll be something. I want him, I, like, I want him to do a sitcom. I could see that. They call Peyton's house or something. I don't know. Hmm. But to piggyback real quick off of what you were saying, like maybe Brady's uh, personality has changed, lightened up since he left Belichick. Yeah. Well, that's the that's a, apparently the ongoing thing that people discuss is that, you know, up there in Patriotsville, up there like that's that's not an easy place to work. And they're nervous still, man. The way the more outgoing Brady nowadays. The radio host and everything, they're they're nervous that Brady's going to start spilling secrets of the last 20 years. And didn't it all just spill out because of the match? Because yeah. he was so vocal yep. and actually talking, and everybody was shocked, yeah. like, uh, this is not the this, Brady we know. This like, is not what? Tom Brady. What's going on? Yeah. So they're uh, they're a little nervous. Interesting. I, I You know, if Brady does leak some secrets and some nonsense like that, like, I mean, I'm going to laugh. He's going to spill it all. In this 10-part 30 for 30 series. Yeah. I will laugh at that. Um, and then I would just, before uh, we get ready to wrap up the show, unless you have other odds and ends, I wanted to touch on uh, NHL. Okay. So. Uh, you love touching on things. Yeah, I love touching on things, yet you think of MLB umpires underwear. Well, it was a fun fact that went along <laughs> with you talking about Tom Brady splitting his band, so <laughs> came in my head. We were talking about baseball earlier. You know, they had to wear black underwear. <laughs> hey, you know something. I You learned something new today, all right? I did. I did. So NHL, like we, we mentioned this last week that they had uh, proposed this idea. They approved it. It is official. The NHL has announced earlier this week that they are abandoning the rest of the season. The 2019-2020 season is done, and we are going into uh, the 24-team playoff. 24 teams. That's only if we can, if they're allowed to go back, if they're allowed to start playing again, if if we can get this going. And that's supposed to be done over the summer, correct? Like, assuming like mid to end of June, July. They're hoping phase two. Is coming into effect soon, so mm-hmm. they can start practicing and stuff. Okay. It's going to be 24 teams, and the first and the top four teams are going to get a bye. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the the buys are concerned, the the two teams right now that they're saying that this idea of the round robin playoff, all this stuff that benefits the most, the two teams would be the Dallas Stars. And Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. Because they're seated at four. So no matter what happens here, whether they win or lose this play-in game, they're already in the playoffs. 
Nothing really changes. It, like every like because they're still going to end up with their buys. They're still going to end up with everything. So right now they're the two teams set up the best according to like their analytics and the way that the playoff brackets would end up seeding out. Uh, because in the Eastern Conference, uh, you would have your four teams that have earned a buy in the first round. So you got your Bruins, Lightnings, Capitals, and Flyers with uh, Eastern Conference four-team buys. Uh, the qu- qualifying rounds uh, for the Eastern Conference, uh, you would end up with Penguins against the Canadians, Hurricanes against the Rangers, Islanders against Panthers, Maple Leafs against uh, Blue, Jay- uh, Blue Jackets. Uh, and then I'm not going to go into all of it, but like real quick, the Western Conference four teams with the buy would be your Blues, your Avalanche, Golden Knights, and the Dallas Stars. Damn right. That'd be great if it's Avalanche versus the Flyers in the Stanley Cup. Interesting. I'm not one to ever do. I really don't like doing what ifs, but I'll play along. So what if you had the Avalanche against the Flyers in the Stanley Cup? My question to you is that a win-win situation for you? You don't like the Flyers. You like the Avalanche. Avalanche wins. You're happy. Yes. Avalanche loses. You're happy because we get a parade in the city. Right. So that's a win-win for you. It's a win-win for me. You don't care how that turns out. Oh, no. I want the Avalanche. Yeah, you said – I want them to sweep. I'm going to bring my broom around. (laughs) Yeah. I'm telling you, if if, if that should ever – We should have a friendly bet too. Oh. A little friendly bet. Yeah? When my abs sweep the Flyers in the Stanley Cup. Is that, is that what they call them? The Avs? Well, yeah, that's what we call them. They don't call them the Lanch? Nope. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, if that should ever happen, I feel like you would be that – I'm going to try and refrain from using names. I feel like you would end up being that annoying guy at the bar that always – cheers against the Flyers when they're on TV. I feel like you would end up being that person. I never do it. I never do it when they I know. play random teams. I don't care. I know. But I'm saying in the Stanley Cup, I feel like if that's how that matchup would be, you'd be that guy. I, I feel mean, like you I would mean, be. If it, when it comes down to it, Nathan McKinnon's going to kick Drew's ass, so <laughs> way better player. <laughs> uh, and then down the ticker tape, uh, one of the things, just to just to mention, just because it's a weird. Oh, I, I didn't even look at the ticker tape. Did you throw anything in there? For no, me? I right, didn't throw anything right. in there for you. Again, because again, about an hour ago when we started the show, uh, I told you I lost track of time. I didn't get things going. I was just all over the place. Um, so one of the things that came up was uh, usually mid to end April, May time, like is usually when you got your Boston marathons and all that stuff. And they finally came out, and for the first time ever in his entire existence, the Boston Marathon has been canceled. They initially postponed it, and they were trying – I think they postponed it to, like, September. And they were hoping that it was they would be able to do it. But you figure you end up having, like, a million fans lining the streets and stuff for, like, 30-some thousand runners. Like, that's just way too many people in too tight of an area, so they just, like, we can't do it. However, they're in the process of figure, like, they're in the process of doing a marathon for people that want to partake, but it would be done virtually. 
So okay. somehow that's gonna like I assume somehow you would have to have like like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or something that can track your run, track your time, and it records on an app, and then you would have to submit that to the official Boston Marathon organizers, whoever, and then they give out your medals, they give out the official winner, the time, the whatever. And it's a weird. That's weird, right? It's goofy. That's goofy. And and then the, and then the other thing is, uh, I I think the Boston Marathon's like 26 miles. Like, don't kill me if I'm wrong on the number. I know I'm close with 26. I mean, I've only ran it three times. Uh, but it's also you have the option whenever they set this up. I remember, it's over the span of like six days that you can qualify for this so if you want to do the boston marathon you're signed up first of all you already had to have been signed up you can't just do it now uh but they're setting it up so that you could end up over the span of these days if you if you're not feeling well on let's say wednesday all right tomorrow i'm gonna do it no tomorrow wasn't good i got too tied up with stuff all right so then friday i'm gonna do it like you have a span of those days to do this and then virtually submit it Super weird. I it's don't. It's goofy. It's like the they're doing the Peloton or whatever that is, the bike race today on ESPN, like the top sixteen Peloton racers. Is this like you said? This is on ESPN. So it's on ESPN. How are they televised? Like, what are they? Like, is it people? Like, I think I think on the Peloton, I think they have a uh, there's a screen on it, right? Yeah, but so, I, I mean, they, you might have to have your phone and like probably FaceTime in or whatever. I don't know. Zoom in. That's going to be so weird. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. That's going to be so weird. <laughs> I wonder if the Peloton girl that got harassed around Christmas time, I wonder if she's the host <laughs> of it. She's pretty hot. I, you know, I wouldn't mind watching her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Okay, fine. We could yeah, uh, make some money, man. <laughs> we could uh, – Yeah, we'll see what that's all about. I'm going to turn it on to see how they do it. I'm not going to watch the full hour. I mean it's going to be weird. If, if, they're, if it's being filmed from the screen that's attached to the bike – or if it's being filmed from your camera phone, because it's gotta be, it's gotta be a live stream, right? Because it's on TV. You would think so. Either way, either way, it's gonna be weird. Because a, you're gonna see this person's house. B, uh, you're, it's probably gonna be like really close up on the person, so you're just gonna be watching them like pour sweat from their face, like down there. Like that's gonna, I, I feel like it's gonna look weird. It's gonna be goofy. I feel like it's going to just be weird and goofier than a bear in the circus. You know what? The, and it, it's on what now? ESPN. ESPN regular ESPN. Uh, the Ocho? I don't know. I don't Here know. on ESPN 8, the Ocho. <laughs> Nailed it. See? I'm good like that. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, you got anything else? So we could, Or do you want to start wrapping up? We can wrap it. Okay. Did, did you ever play the Nikel Roby Coleman thing we had? No, I forgot. I got to download that. Okay. I got to download that and get that squared up. So I'll work on that later today after I watch Imperfect and Roy Halliday story. The, or the Peloton race, the Peloton. <laughs> well, I'm not going to watch that. You're going to put it on, and I'll like catch like however they're broadcasting. I'm probably going to play Beat Saber in a little bit anyway. Oh, Beat Saber! <laughs> Yo, if any of you have PlayStation 4 and it's gearing up for PlayStation 5, they're both compatible. Any of the virtual reality, like get it. So much fun. The golf was fun. Like that, when you first got it, when we were playing it, yeah. awesome. But then last night playing that Beat Saber, oh my God, that's hey, intense. You were getting into it, too. I was also drunk. 
Yeah, you're dancing away. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to. You got to. You got to shake that that booty. Um. So real quick before we wrap it up officially, I do have uh my sports rewind. So let's go back in time with this week's sports rewind. I know you don't got a cue. I don't have it. That's cued. fine. This week in sports history, 1933, Philadelphia Phillies Chuck Klein hits for the cycle against St. Louis Cardinals. 1935, uh, this was Babe Ruth's final game, and he goes hitless for the Braves against the Philadelphia Phillies. (laughs) Better late than never. 1965, Philadelphia Phillies' Dick Allen hits 529-foot home run out of Connie Mack Stadium. I hope my dad's loving all that. A whole bunch of Phillies talk this week. Uh, uh, 1972, Joe Frazier TKO's Ron Stander in five rounds for the heavyweight boxing title. 1980, Larry Bird beats out Magic Johnson for the NBA Rookie of the Year. 1989, Philadelphia Phillies 12-time All-Star third baseman Mike Schmidt retires from the MLB at the age of 39. The following year, in 1990, the Philadelphia Phillies retire Mike Schmidt's number 20. 2003, Patrick Waugh officially announces his retirement from the NHL. Yeah, applaud that man. Goodbye. You're you're avs weirdo uh 2006 barry bonds hits his 700th 715th career home run passing babe ruth on the mlb all-time list 2010 philadelphia phillies roy halliday becomes the 20th pitcher to throw a perfect game against the florida marlins and in 2017 tiger woods is arrested and charged with driving under the influence in jupiter florida and that's what I got in this week's Sports you Rewind. You missed the big one. What'd I miss? 2007. What'd I miss? Uh, 2007, on May 31st, LeBron James scored 25 points for the Cavs. 25 straight to win against the Pistons. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. Uh, that's a pretty big deal. I, I remember him taking over that game. Well, maybe next week you could do it. <laughs> How about that? Well, I think that's just your LeBron hate right there. Oh, here there, we... It was probably LeBron came up there, and you probably just skipped right over it. Uh-huh. Now, Mr. Uh, I you, I set up the uh, the sports recap history thing. That's that's my gimmick. You got your gimmick that I have yeah. a sound cue for? I, I got every... You don't have it ready? What's up with that? What's up with that? Yeah, what is up with that? Jeez. Nothing I, good's been. No, nothing good has happened for me to do what's up with that. I hear you. I hear you. It's fine. You're killing me, Smalls. Anyway. Uh, transition here. So, we're going to shut it down. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having a good day with us. Hope uh, your rest of your Sunday is uh, delightful. It's nice out. There's a nice breeze. Good hey. day to sit outside. Have some golf if you want to. Yeah. So uh, until next week, enjoy the afternoon, enjoy your work week, and do whatever you got to do, and uh, we'll see you all later. See you. Have a great afternoon.